to Trinity's daily Bible podcast, an opportunity to share scripture and hope together. I come to this podcast with a heavy heart, seeing the grief and losses we are facing as a nation. We feel the world has changed, and truly it has. Even though it's temporary, it doesn't feel that way to many of us. We realize things will be different. Things have changed. The loss of normalcy, the fear of the economic toll, the loss of connection, it's all hitting us. We're all grieving, collectively grieving together. We have a landscape of deep brokenness facing us. The contextual reality we are facing is one full of tensions. I feel the challenges in implementing the brokenness. When I'm feeling this way, a verse that I tend to go to is Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61 has been a banner verse for my private practice, mental health, work. Join me in the reading of Isaiah 61, 1-4. through The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of a splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. The message of Isaiah 61.4 to rebuild, restore, and renew invigorates my work as a clinical social worker When I think of what needs restoring, I'm reminded of the prophet Habakkuk. Habakkuk saw the brokenness of his time. Like the prophet, I mourn this broken world. Habakkuk cries out to us today as well. The first line in Habakkuk says, the prophet saw. The prophet saw inequity, destruction, and even death. Habakkuk has this conversation with the Lord that feels like what we do when we are grieving. And in times of great uncertainty, Habakkuk had eyes to see. May I have eyes to see as well. May I have eyes to see economic disparities. May I have eyes to see the difficulties families are facing. May I have eyes to see the racial tensions that are drawn. May I have eyes to see the suffering from this virus. In my private mental health practice, I see suffering. There is so much uncertainty for families. I've seen a rise in domestic violence, alcoholism, relational strife, suicidality, fear, and anxiety. May I have eyes to see. Yes, may we all have eyes to see that we may be burdened with creating solutions for each other, with each other. In Habakkuk, the prophet models asking hard questions and addressing the problems that perplex us and listens for God to answer him. I want to hear the Lord's answer as well in my life. In light of the challenges facing our world, we need the church to lead. Lead within 
these difficult, hard, perplexing times, Christians have the moral authority to pave the way forward. The faithful are positioned to respond with our deep convictions and faith imperatives. In the face of brokenness, we are called to be reconcilers in 2 Corinthians. The church can offer a vision towards radical shalom. As Christ's ambassadors, we are motivated to participate in God's redeeming work. And there is much brokenness to be redeemed. Broken lives, broken families, broken policies, and even a broken land. We have work to do, and we must be ready for the work. As transformed people, we can live as such. Transformed lives can break social and economic barriers. Transformed lives are lives lived with compassion because of the love of Christ we've received. We, the beloved, hope to embody this message of hope and reconciliation to the world. Yes, we are in challenging times, but even so, I lean into Habakkuk 3, the end of Habakkuk, with an unwavering hope and calling. Habakkuk 3, 17 through 19 says, Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, the field yield not food, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's, and he makes me tread on my high places. Whether or not our fig tree blossoms or fruit is in our vines, no matter what the contextual realities we are living in, I will choose to rejoice in the Lord with an optimism arising from the call to serve and my anchor in Him. I just keep wondering, what is God doing? What new thing will God create in our land? What will spring forth and be new? It reminds me of Isaiah 43. Let us not remember the former things nor the things of old. Behold, God is doing a new thing. It springs forth, but do we not yet perceive it? He will make a way in the wilderness rivers in the desert. Oh Lord, there are deserts in our souls. We sometimes walk in a field where we feel like we're in the wilderness and we're so confused. God will make a way. He will create a river in our desert. I want that. I want the Lord to lead me in the work of tackling all these challenges of our time. The future and the world need us to pursue God's redeeming work in the world. May the Lord be our strength. May our feet be like hinds feet and help us to walk into high places. I'd like to end my time with you with a prayer of lament that a former social work student of mine wrote. Please join me in prayer. Lord, I cry out as in the psalmist in Psalm 6-6, I am weary with my moaning. Every night I flood my bed with tears. I drench my couch with weeping. Oh Lord, this world is so broken. So many people are getting hurt. So many are alone, isolated, and afraid. When will it end? When will they taste the sweet nectar of your peace? It hurts. The hatred and fear that tears us apart is devastating. I weep at the thought of my own heart and my own mind and what's within them. They are tainted, unable to love. Have mercy on me. I cry out with the psalmist in Psalm 72, 12. Oh God, be not far from me. Oh my God, make haste to help me. Oh Jesus, come near. 
Only you can mend the wounds that bring us agony and the diseases that infect us. Save your oppressed and teach the oppressors to love the way you do. Do not leave me the way I am. Teach me. Do not let the hurt stay wounded. Come and move again. Come bring your peace. Bring peace within this nation, my community, and my own heart. Only your peace is real peace. Father, bring your peace. And with the confidence of Hebrews 4.16, let us then draw near to your throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Gracious Father, I come to you in confidence, knowing you hear me. I know you hear the cry of the oppressed and plea of the broken. I know that you will draw the oppressors to repentance. You came to give us eyes to see. So I boldly ask that you would open my eyes. I ask that you would show me what I need to change and how to do it. Lord, help me when I am tempted to judge and oppress your image bearers. Help me to see the beauty you adorned in them, as well as the ugliness of my intolerance against them. Show me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. Show us, Lord. Teach us, Lord. Amen. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope to see you next time right here on the Trinity Daily Bible Podcast. Thank you.